Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Perrin. I'm Cedius, and honestly, not as irritated as Dave as usual for that start, because I think I can probably clean that one up. Uh, we have a returning right. guest, though, who should introduce herself. Yay. Yay! Ah, what name did I use last time? Eh. Shay Roberts. Probably that one. Is who I am. Um, I'm a mysterious person with multiple names. Um, but the way they cleaned it up, instead of getting rid We're of... We're talking the, about Grease oh, and yes. how it's... And, and not made the car kind. Version. Yes. Uh, the musical. Uh, <laughs> so how they cleaned it up? Not taking out the rapey shit. Because uh, like, who wants to take that out? Or changing yourself for a man. But instead, instead of Rizzo um, possibly being pregnant, she's just failing. Aww... Wow, that makes it all better, right? Yeah. Just failing, not raped. Yeah, because let's. Pregnant. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna stay off my soapbox around that right now because <laughs> I'll come back to it later. Yeah. <laughs> Things that are wrong with theatrical history. Yep. <sighs> but that's not going to be a short conversation. No, mm-hmm. no. New that's, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Very well, Shay. Very well, welcome welcome to Shay rants. <laughs> Shay drinks scotch and talks about the problems of our past. Well, what are we drinking? The Highland Park Magnus. Magnus. Is there no box for this one? There is no box for that one. What a load of shit. Magnus don't need no box. Um, Magnus, sure, is just magnificent. Ah. Magnus needs to stop talking in the third person. Magnus is a bottle of scotch and can't actually talk. Quiet, you. <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> I'm super curious as to the naming of the scotch. Ooh. Um, well, they were doing some silly line of silly things, and this is what Highland Park it's does. So. Celtic bullshit, I'm sure. Liking <laughs> something or other. Well, well, we'll see if the bottle has anything to say, as is Highland Park. Probably not. Um, oh, it does. Well, let's see if oh, the scotch I mean, has something to say. Well, oh, yeah, it, says, it actually smells a lot better than I was expecting. It says hello. Yeah, I'm. I would uh, not put this scent with the name Magnus. It almost smells like a mead. Yeah, I mean it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Definitely a honey note. Mm-hmm. I honestly wouldn't name pretty much anything Magnus, but that's is there just... cherry? Blossom. I can. Mm. Yeah, I can see blossom. that. It's been a while mm. since I've smelled the cherry blossom, yeah. but I don't know that I ever have because that would require traveling out of the states that are not like Cold. right next to Minnesota. No, I was you in can... I was in San Francisco this year when the cherry blossoms bloomed. It was very nice. You can smell cherry blossoms in the state. Mm, okay. There are conservatories. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That that would require me to go to places I'm unlikely to go. <laughs> you would have to leave the house. Hey, I do do that. Um, just for work. Fearless shows. Cake. Yeah. Like um, a yellow cake, not a so so fashion nugget cake, and not sorry. Um. Also, caramel in its like most basic sense. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like not the caramel we're used to smelling because of the salted caramelness. We, we've got a kind of golden color, so there might yeah, be there a might touch, be a little yeah. bit of caramel color in there. It's mm. a nice nose. I also get yeah. some pear. Deep, some deep nosing is giving me some pear. Yeah, there was a white fruit that I was I was getting. I just couldn't identify it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a very pleasant nose. I'm I'm fully mm-hmm. expecting the palate will ruin it. Yeah, 
Yeah, me too. Well, it's Highland Park. Why shouldn't it? Right. Well, this this bottle wasn't grossly expensive, but it does come in a pretty package, so it might not disappoint me as much. But hmm, hmm. very bitter. Even t- kind of tastes golden. Yes, Trail, we hear you. You make your appearance on the show. It's pretty smooth. Yeah, it is fairly. Um, I'm getting a pear note in the palate in the early finish. I I see where you you got that bitter from. Yeah, the finish. The the I didn't. Well, like I, I switched it around in my mouth to try to get flavors out, and yeah. it just got more and more bitter. So I have this mm. big amount of bitter in my on my tongue. I'm not sure if I didn't swish as long or what, but I didn't get the bitter until <clears throat> the the mouth. Left. Like it's palate, it started but. it started too at the at the beginning of the the palate, and then I decided that I didn't want to progress that any further. I it's very smooth going down, that's yeah. for sure. But uh, then again, I like bitter beers like Kieran, so uh, the bitterness in this doesn't put me off. Mm, yeah, I'm not a not a fan. Medicinal is a word that happens, uh-huh. especially when you leave it in your mouth longer. And it's like, yeah, it's the bitter part of it and not the sweet part of medicinal. Herbal? Maybe, like, if you just hay? drink it, it's it's really clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's... Like a, a hay, straw. Yeah, it's a straw. But if you don't swish it around in your mouth, it's fairly clean. And then there's just a touch of bitter at the middle, and then it's... Real smooth going down. Yeah. yeah. This, this, mm-hmm. this, is, this is one to <laughs> drink quickly. Well, you don't have to gulp. Just don't sit there and... I mean, I'm enjoying the bitter more than you guys are. and But but even... No, I, don't, I wouldn't want all the bitter. I wouldn't call it the suck, but it, yeah, the, the bitter does knock it down a, a peg or two from what it might have otherwise been. But yeah, it's very smooth. Um, particularly if you don't let it sit. Um, but it's also hard to really pull any of the flavoring out of yeah. it. Like it's just like it's all on the nose and none in the body and mm-hmm. well on, honestly, the way I tend to drink a scotch is to sip it slowly over time. So if there's fun in the nose and fun in the finish and not so much in the palate, that works for me. So this one is actually doing pretty well. Yeah, but it's still got that Bitter in the middle. But sure. I'm interested to see what water does to it because I, I feel like it's going to open it up in a way that I don't like. Yeah. Yep. I, I like a good coffee, so I mean, having a little bitter sit in there is not. Yeah. Now that it smells feelings. more like the like the body does, where it's. I. The. It's kind oh, of the, a the body kind of a hardened fruit cake maybe. I don't mm, know whether I went yeah. a little too heavy on the water, but it's um. For me, the nose is significantly reduced. No, it's that too. Yeah, but it also I I, I like your fruitcake note. That's that's a pretty solid like a, pull. Like grandma's fruitcake that's been passed around between mm. the family for that five went right years. through me. To quote, yeah. Um. Olaf. Thank you. You are a trail. For those of you listening at home, we've got a cat who's scratching at the door because he doesn't want to be anywhere near us. That takes the bitterness out. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually... I like it more, and I usually don't like to open up my scotches. Yeah, usually water 
is unkind. Yeah. Hmm. I unfortunately have so little, I'm having trouble getting what is on the palette. Um, the palette has opened up a little. It's not just bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm hard-pressed to... It's definitely not in the sweet sector. No. Um, I'm going to put a little bit more water in, because all I'm getting is more bitter. I lost the bitter, and I only put in, like, leather? five drops. Yeah. I'll see you, Leather. Hmm. Um, fairly fresh leather. Yeah. Uh, it it could be almost like clay and um, grass instead of leather. I mean, it's somewhere in that sector of earthy. Yeah, there's definitely um, a, a, a cereal um, earth tone kind of thing going on barley. with it. Yeah, I could. It's coming through. Yeah. Um. But the yeah, the bitter is pretty much for me gone. The finish is also much shorter, which is not surprising. <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Well, there wasn't much of a finish to start, really. The bitter for me, the bitter hung around. Well, for, the bitter didn't hang in the <clears throat> in the finish area really for me. Like in the throat, it was more more on the tongue, and I still get a a bit of it. Yeah, the bitter for me is more of a texture than a flavor, and so it's not doing it for me at all. Interesting. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, so I stopped drinking um, caffeine back in November, which means I haven't had coffee since then. And it's been an interesting journey of flavor profile. Like, not so much changing as I'm just noticing different things because I don't have coffee as part of my daily routine. Hmm. Um, And no soda, I'm guessing. Yep, no soda. Um, No, that's not true. I'll drink... Soda that doesn't have caffeine in it. So, so basically, um, she's been you know she switched over to doing what I've been doing for like most of the last twenty years, in the last couple of months. Oh, do you not drink coffee anymore? N- not particularly often. Yeah. I mean, I've got some Mountain Dew throwback in the fridge right now, but that's because I always treat myself a little bit around the holidays, give yeah. myself something, and I have some like bourbon and some Crown Royal I wanted to finish, and Mountain Dew's a good mixture for those. But yeah, I always what? give it up. Um, right after Pravazan, because after staying up for like two days straight, then I just like I need it to not be in my system, and I'm always like, yeah, I'll just stop drinking it. And I just kind of kept not drinking it this year, so it'll come back eventually, but you know, it hasn't yet. You are aware that Mountain Dew was expressly invented to be a mixer for bourbon, right? Really? That yes, never <sighs> seemed like that would mix well. When I was in um, basic training. Uh, we, they were there was no caffeine, and um, interesting. The, the interesting thing is, they warned us when they when we got done with the initial training and were allowed to have things on Sunday. Mm-hmm. They were like, "You will find it impacts you more. Don't have any right before you qualify with weapons." Yeah, <laughs> and they were they were right. It was hugely more impactful. Now I have to keep a certain significant percentage of caffeine in my blood um, to live to live right yes. so that works you really need to go either way mm-hmm. don't drink caffeine or keep it as a significant measurable <laughs> amount in your blood that be an addict or abstain that, that middle ground is just pain 
But sometimes I... literally because you'll often get migraines as you're detoxing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is why I've mostly stayed off caffeine for that entire time was because my my three pot a day habit in mm. college, which is what made me realize maybe this God. is a bad idea. Um, there are cats. That uh, when I when I weaned myself down to a cup a day and then killed that, I still had a four day migraine. I'm like, I'm not doing that again. Mm. So, um, that was a, a very interestingly complex scotch, and yet when you drink it, it was still fairly simple. Yeah, but I mean, it was. It's it's not got a lot of complexity in the notes, but it definitely has a, an unusual. Maybe complex is the wrong word. I didn't taste anything like it smelled. No. Nope. Magnus, unapologetically bold, smoky, and undeniably Orcadian. Or- Did you say Orcadian? Yes, Orcadian. Okay. That's what it says. Okay, I just wanted to check. It's an orkney. It's, it's trying to be funny. Yeah. It's it's made of orcs. The soul of our Viking ancestors, and the name of just one, our founder, Magnus Unson. Enjoy a whiskey crafted in the old way by a new generation of Vikings. Skull. Skull Vikings. Sorry, that just pissed out. out. Yeah. Magnus Highland Park Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, product of Scotland. That's about it. It makes me laugh because when I think of Highland Park, I just think of, like, the foppiest, like, smoking room ever. (laughs) Welcome to Highland Park. Have a scotch. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're cracking out your Edwin impression? Is this what you're doing? Who? Yeah, they put on a lot of fucking airs, that's for sure. Really? Mary Poppins, the old man. Oh, right. Yeah, no, that wasn't where I was going. Played the Mad Hatter. No, I, I do know, now that you've said it, but that wasn't... Okay. I mean, the, the, the tone is very... Oh, yeah, no, now that, now that you've said that, I can hear him, and yes, but that wasn't where I went. Okay. I went somewhere dark. Dark and foppish. I don't put those two mm. together, typically. <laughs> now I'm really excited about it. Uh, like comic book character called Dark Fop. <laughs> Welcome to my Dark Fop lair. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> good writer could make it work. Correct. A, a good writer could. <clears throat> be a sequel to Glenn Marenghi's Dark Place. <laughs> Sigh. Alright. That would be a, a wine from... A Scottish, or it would have to be a British wine. Dark fop. I can't see a Scot. Now I'm trying to hear a Scottish fop in my head. And that just. No. No, it's wrong. Funny, but wrong. Yep. I feel like if anyone could pull off a dark fop. A Scottish dark flap, it would be Dan Patton. Yeah. I can totally see that. And now I have a phone call to make. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. But. It's time, time for the ratings! Yes. So, give us some ratings, Dave. Can ah. you remind me before we go on the rating roller coaster? Sure. Our rating scale. Let's is? do some ratings. Perrin, please explain the ratings. Ratings are on a scale of one to five. Thank you. 
One being a war crime. Ten being the best shit you've ever had in your mouth. No, ten. One to five? Five. Uh, yes. I was excited by the concept of the best thing ever in my mouth. Sorry. Five being the top and the so best thing you've ever had in your mouth. Silence you. Um, we do accept uh, three being... The, yeah, it's, it was a scotch. I drank it. Um, we do accept decimals. Perfect. Now back to Dave. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm. You're quite welcome. Well, I would say that... It's average-ish. I can't decide if it's just <laughs> below or just above. And the nose is very pleasant. Body, not so much. Wasn't bad by any stretch. It was, was alright. I think I'm just gonna I think I'm just gonna split the difference and just give it a flat three. Alright then. Um I liked it more than that. Um Particularly since, you know, Highland Park has, has kind of been very hit and miss with us. The fact that this one didn't offend me means it's already better than a three. Because um, on average, they offend me. Um, no, I, I like that it was very smooth. I could do this one um, neat or with a cube or with a couple of drops of water. I'll mostly probably do it neat because this, this one really fits nicely with the whole pour a glass, sip a little bit, you know, drink it, let it sit for a while. Take another sip, you know, five minutes later. Um, yeah, the finish isn't all that long-lasting, but there was enough there that I can, you know, my tongue can play with it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to get uh, give it a 3-3. Go three, three. Well, I liked it, but not much. I mean, I liked it, but it... it, it and its complexities and interesting non-standardness. Maybe that's a better way of thinking of it for me than being complex. It didn't follow traditional Highland Park or, you know, a lot of the other things. But it didn't really wow me. So I'm going to give it a 3.2. Enjoyed. I'd drink it again. I'm not going to buy any. Yeah, um, I liked the nose a lot more than I liked what happened when I drank it. And at the end of the day, a scotch is about drinking it. And so it drops down to like a 2.7 for me. I think I'd still buy it to bake with. Um, hmm. This is one that would go well in your truffles. That that it'll get you drunk. Yeah. Well, the nose would go really well in a chocolate cupcake, and the flavor wouldn't matter as much because you have the chocolate there to fill in all of the gaps that this left flavor-wise. My wife made chocolate truffles and Delicious. Scotch chocolate truffles, mm-hmm. and you could really taste the scotch. Yeah. So it, I got to remind her that she needs to make some. Although, how to do it? We'll have to make two batches. One that we I, I have and I bring here, and another that my daughter can scarf. That would be a really fun podcast to do scotch bakes treats, because I just did scotch cupcakes that were super good. I brought scotch pudding pies to AON. Um, yeah, you know, we may I have know. To, you know, we may have to do a special That's what I was show. thinking, special edition. The, Not the, that I'm going to come in and take over your show, but no, I have a No, if you have, if you have you, scotch baked goods, we can have a special... Oh, um, we can make that happen. You, you want to feed us tasty things. I wonder, can we make this happen? Mm. Yeah. It's like yeah. I should have a my spring, own... The spring show. There we go. As a 
Welcome back to the... To the warmth of the year. Um, Scotch tastiness. I uh, happen to have a hashtag. It's called Shake and Bake. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's delightful. Could be a crossover. I don't have a podcast called Shake and Bake. I should. My, my daughter wants to start a podcast. What is it? Uh, relationship and science questions. <laughs> I love it. And, and if, if her parents can't answer them, and this is a quote, then I want experts. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we, we, she has informed us what the title of the podcast would be. Which is? Butterfly Hearts. Because mm-hmm. she likes butterflies. And hearts. And hearts. So there you go. And she's, she really was like, so how do I do a podcast? That's and amazing. we may get a cheap mic so we can... I would listen to it. ...do a podcast with her. So is it like relationship advice? I don't know. I really... I, I'm looking forward to finding out. I may find out if we do one. What, what the hell we're talking about. This is great. Um... We so, digress. Yes. Well, this is all right. This is our move. Yeah. And we have some time to kill. So yeah. this is okay. So um, you you had mentioned before the show started, you teach. I do teach. Uh, I teach um, high school theater, which has been like what I've been working towards for quite some time. I've taught all of the grades of um, not adult people. Um, and I've also taught adult people. And um, this is just delightful because I get to do... What I want to do. Ah! So do you get to plan the shows? Um, yes. Uh, so this is the first year that the school I'm teaching at has had a, um, a drama program that is like part of the in-school curriculum. Mm. So I'm focusing on that this year. I'm, te- or I'm directing the one acts. Um, but there's also three shows a year, and three shows a year is a lot for a person to do who also performs outside of. And, like, does theater things outside of school. So, um, like, the, like, it's it's going towards the thing where, like, I'm, like, kind of in charge of the whole program, but I'm not directing everything. And not, like, in charge, like, all the way. I wouldn't call it so much of a, like, production manager thing. But I'd be, like, the head of the department. I am the head of the department because there is you no are the one department. else. I am the department. There is a middle school, um... I am the Brit Squad. <laughs> exactly! Yay! I'm also Andre the Giant. Yes. Um, yeah. So there's a middle school um, theater teacher also in the district, and that's great to have someone to collaborate with. But they're well, they're like while we work in collaboration, they're also like separate things. So she directs their musical, and yeah. So, so, so I have to ask: Do you um, drop a lot of geek culture in your teaching, and do they get it? Yes, there's a lot of geek culture. Um, we in my musical theater class, almost every lesson gets a Hamilton reference, just because, um, like, one, it's relevant because it's new, but also there's um, there's a lot of things that are so problematic about Hamilton, like. With any storytelling, we um, fabricate lies to help tell a better story, um, and consumerism is such that we're like, everything in Hamilton is true! Um, there's some problematic shit about Hamilton, and like, 
there's a lot of discussion around how Hamilton has broken down all these walls and all these barriers for like rap being a part of musicals where we totally like ignore the fact that In the Heights was amazing um, and that there Emmy is, winning in fact yeah it, as it turns out um, so like all of a sudden like Hamilton got really big and everyone's like Len Manuel Miranda and I am admittedly one of those people who like Hamilton was my first introduction into Lin Manuel Miranda. Um, but, like, that requires to, like, to understand where he came from. And, like, so then you go back and you, you know, you do the work and you're like, oh, look, he's also been amazing in this. And then or, you like, go forward and this. you watch Moana. And then you watch <laughs> Moana. Um, but then also, like, you have to think about the fact that, but, so, like, Hamilton bridged a gap and In the Heights bridged a gap, which is really important. But, um, and I can't remember who the playwright is, but, um they tried to bring a Tupac musical to Broadway mm-hmm. and it flopped um, because people, like, it was too black. Those were big air quotes in case you couldn't hear them um, for, like, Broadway and pop culture at large. Um, so it's like... Are you saying that white people don't care about Tupac? I'm saying they that don't. white people don't really care about Tupac. Um, and and mm. that... Broadway. Well, they don't want to pay two hundred dollars a seat yeah. to care well, about Tupac. And, and, and go ahead, sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, and like Broadway audiences are mostly upper class white people, mm-hmm. um, and and so Hamilton's doing really cool things, and and like Newsies worked a lot towards it too. But like <laughs> the the eliteness of Broadway is being um, broken down. But like to still go see. A Broadway show is super fucking expensive. Yeah, it is. Can I swear on this podcast? Yes. yes. Fuck oh, yeah. Okay, good. I just realized. Wait, no! Oh, no! <laughs> you, you've missed me swearing like three times you, you, already. Yeah, perfect. I, I'm wearing the shirt that suggests that... Oh, yes. yes. Okay, with swears. Yes. All right, I'm doing it fucking right. Uh, I forgot my point. Um, we're, oh, drinking, yeah. we're drinking booze. Broadway is it's, hella expensive. It's hella expensive, so it's still fucking elitist, but like, so there are things that are being broken down. Um, but I'm super excited. There's a theater in Atlanta that is that remounted Tupac. I don't know if it opened yet, um, but like I'm really hoping that that means that we get to continue doing do, the work. Do we know that there. the musical? And I, I ask this not to to challenge that it flopped because of the audience. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, was it a quality? Was it a, yeah, because there are certainly shows that flop. And deservedly so. Right. Spider-Man the Musical. Well, that had some <laughs> that staying also has power. A curse. That had some staying power because everyone wanted to see who will catch fire this episode. Um, uh, yeah. So that's and that's a really important question. Also, because I mean the Heights and and Hamilton are also really awesome. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're catchy and they're fun and they're mm-hmm. interesting and they're a lot of things. I have no idea. Tupac could have been magical, but yeah. I just. No clue. Yeah, like, is it a well-put-together musical? Um, it's hard to get your hands on the libretto, and I haven't yet. Um, so I, I cannot speak to it um, in and of itself. But I think, too, we have to remember, especially as, like, four white people sitting around talking about the arts, like, when new things come into play, like, the opportunity for people of color, for women... For, for people who identify as anything other than norm, like normal, white, cisgendered folk, like, there's just less opportunity to be as, like, highly polished. Like, you, 
the librettist for Tupac, and I don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about arts in general. But like the the librettist for Tupac um, could have this brilliant idea, and this could be this brilliant thing, mm-hmm. but it's not gone through all of the the incubation that that Hamilton got to go to. Because I mean, if you look at In the Heights and Hamilton, like Hamilton is a clearly far more polished show. In the Heights, um, I love the music. I think there's like. Um, there's there's like some weak storytelling that is only because it, it just isn't quite like it's it's an early work from an amazing person. Yeah. Um and and so but like like if you look at Lynn Manuel's history, like he's got a lot of practice doing what he did to get where he yeah, did. He didn't he didn't just go, you know, I think I'm gonna do a musical today. Yeah. <laughs> and like so like when you look at, you know, people who don't have the opportunity to go to school to learn how to write a script and all of this, mm-hmm. and, and they just write a script, like, we also have to, like, critique come, becomes this really fascinating, cool thing, because it's like, can you hold it to the same standard um, and still be making way on our stages for people who are underrepresented. Mm-hmm. So that's a hard question. Yeah. And I don't know the answer, but thanks for letting me sit and nerd out about no creating space on and then, stages. And then you also have to make it relatable to the white people who are going to spend the $200 a seat for it. And that's... Right, which is which brings us back to, like, not that Hamilton... Like, yeah, to the idea that, like, In the Heights and Hamilton broke down that barrier, so maybe this time go around it will do better. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> um... Well, and like I, I, my wife and I got season tickets to um, the Ordway, the Ordway. Theater. Yeah, is where it's and going. and um, I have to say, uh, what did we just see? Uh, the Phantom was just there. No, it was Aladdin. Uh, we did. Uh, that was actually my daughter's first Broadway show. Oh, great! Uh, it was no, it was amazing. The, it was it was great. No, the one after that, uh, Peter Pan. Oh, um, um, Finding Neverland. Yes, adequate. Yeah, I mean, and so it's it's one of those. Yeah, it's it's good enough that it's touring. I'm sure it did well, but mm-hmm. I I was like that was nice. I just want to bring up the the Magnus again with its unapologetically bold and smoky. It was uh, not. It was no, weird. no, no. It was not. But like I I started to pour the oh god the yeah. Lloyd Cardias here, and I'm like unapologetically bold and smoky. It's like the Lafroig was listening in, and was like holding my beer. <laughs> Don't worry, I got this. So, um, nice color. Yeah. Yeah. This is. I can tell just looks that very, I'm more excited about yeah, drinking this. This, 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 is, this is gold <laughs> orange. Oh, this, this, this high, definitely hits an amber. The Highland Park is probably triple distilled. So truth probably because it is a Highland and that's oh, all technically. Well, yeah, but it's still <laughs> if, if you're going by the sixth region, it's a Highland. I would put this in a stout cake. Well, by the sixth region, it'd be Highland. Smell a There's the sure? new measure. What kind of cake would you put this yeah. in? Is it a shitty chocolate cake or a stout cake? Well, I, I've told the story before, so I'll keep it very, very brief. But when my wife asked me for scotch for the truffles, I went and got my least favorite cheapest scotch because most things you bake with or cook with vanish into mm-hmm. the food. And then when I ate it and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing and I can taste the scotch, I'm like, next time you're getting the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Next, next next time, more luck. <laughs> well, and the cool thing when you, like, bake with scotch, it, like... So if you have a scotch like the Highland Park where we loved the nose but didn't like um, 
the like the, the the body of it like the the part that will cook out is the part that we didn't like so I would actually be really curious to bake with that because I think it would leave behind what I liked about it Can I? um mm-hmm. fruit mm-hmm. I mean it, it I had to reset my nose and it's gone again so I'm gonna have to re-reset but my first beyond the smoke yeah which is wonderful oh and 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 omnipresent yeah there's there's yeah well it makes perfect sense it is a madeira cask finish so yeah mm. yeah this is the this is the i should point out this is the 2017 cardias because we've had yeah I think, the 14 15 and the 16 okay so this is the 17 i, I was going to ask i was like i could have sworn we had this we've done it three times i like to breathe this one in with my mouth open because you can get some of that fruit i like to just pour it in my face do we can we make a big tub and i'll just climb inside um Millimeter of scotch in the tub. See, I'm gonna see if I do the mouth open nose thing. I get a very strong iodine. Yeah. Oh, I see that. My nose is clogged enough that I'm I'm getting sense, but I'm not able to pull that one off. Um, I I got a great fruit. Yeah, I was getting a a, a grape, um, sweet grape scent. Like a Concord type? No, uh, there's a uh, cotton candy grapes. Have you ever had a cotton candy yep. grape? I don't think so. They actually taste like cotton candy. Okay, and um, they're not—they're bread. It's really cool. Yeah, my my, the, my, my the, eating grape experience is red, green, and black. So there's a guy. You never had champagne grapes? Oh, <gasps> there's. A, they're such an annoying. Sorry, I keep interrupting. No, no. They're annoying to eat, but. Do it sometime. Byerly's especially has um, a, a grape grower who has grown varietals purely through breeding. There's okay. there's no, you know, well, there are some grapes that they get injected with other things to give them more f- different flavors. This is straight breeding, um, and they're nifty. And that's what I smelled, but... I feel like there's a... Uh... Like a black cherry, but not a real black cherry, but more like a black cherry soda? Current. Yeah. Real black cherry, because that's cruel. <clears throat> if I had a million scotches? I was just about to say, if I drank a million scotches. <gasps> have you been to Scotland? Yes. Did yes, you, I have. If, if you were in Edinburgh, did you go to the Scotch whiskey experience? Yes, yes, I did. Where you go to the room that keeps on going? Ah. <sighs> We also went to the Macbeth experience, which you have no. It was the best thing ever because it broke partway through, and all of the visuals and sounds got out of sync. (gasps) And we were the only ones there, and there were scrims and various things and and, um, animatronics. And amazing! And I went out. And I told them, and they're like, "Oh, we're so sorry. We'll 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 give you a refund." And I'm like, "You can come out." And I'm like, "No, no, no! It's the most awesome thing ever. I just wanted you to know." And I rushed back in, and my wife and I watched the rest of it. And it is our policy now: anytime something is ex- the something something experience, you must go. Mm-hmm. This is really great. I feel like I just shoved a charred log in my mouth. <laughs> um, Something he has... Oh, my. But not a real charred log. That's cool. <laughs> That's cruel, right. I was thinking more sucking on the end of a matchstick. Oh. No, I, doesn't, I don't get as much sulfur, but it, it's... 
there's a lot of like burnt carbon. There's no subtlety. I mean, there's yeah. interesting. No, I mean, I don't mean that there aren't interesting subtlety flavors, but that initial mm-hmm. I am a smell and then I am the taste. Yeah, it, it doesn't like creep up on you. It sort of whacks you in the face so you go, ah, oh, and yeah, then it jams itself in your mouth. So we have a cabin up north. And until this is what it would taste like if it was on fire. Close, <laughs> because it, it is old and it's pine logs, and they yes, have, and they're stuffed with horse hair. Um, but the the sauna until um, a year and a half ago um, was this old wood burning sauna, and the stove was like so old that like there were holes burnt in the bottom of it that we continued to patch, and um, and eventually we just kind of gave up. Um, but. I was up there with some friends a few years ago, and we were loading, you know, like, we started the sauna, um, and, and, and I mean, because it was so old and not the best building, there were some cracks, like, you just had to feed the sauna for, like, four hours to get to, like, that hot burn, um, and, um, one of the times that I went to go feed it was the time after a couple of Bloody Marys, and I super burned myself. Um, but, like, and I was holding a pine log, and there was, like, there was sap involved. No, it wasn't pine. I don't know. I was holding something that wasn't pine, because I remember being like, this would smell different if it was pine. Um, but, like, pot, hot log in my hand, and it reminds me of that, but in, like, a really good way. I don't know how it smells to... like my flesh frying. But it doesn't smell like my flesh Hot frying. Hot log in the middle of my hand. It smells the way my hand smelled because it had been holding this like way too hot log. Burnt um, flesh, that's what you're saying. No, it, it wasn't burnt like flesh. Because my flesh didn't burn. Uh, I mean, like it burnt. Okay, so there, I got there, a burn. There, there was kind of a spruceness to it. Yeah. Yeah. But it reminds me it's, of it's the It's what people tell me is good about gin. But this is actually good. No, gin has a different flavor. Well, it, gin oh. tastes gin tastes like I would mouth a pine cone and a tree. That's and that's I just really shitty gin. And I have yeah. no desire to do that. The only gin I've enjoyed is uh, with a bartender made me a very complex gin-based drink, which is sort of like saying I will hide the gin from you. So the gin I picked up in Austria uh, actually was really amazing. And uh, I know because I had a glass of it over Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I've, I've had a couple where it's not like you're drowning in juniper and, and you're okay. But yeah, the, the the base juniper gins where that's it just kicks you in the face. That hi, I'm gin. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't care for the 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 liquor store that I went to, to in Austria to pick up the gin. They were very very knowledgeable about their gins, and about half of the store was gin. Is Austria? So how do they feel about their genies? Candy. Yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't expect that Austria would be a a, a big gin uh, area, but apparently that region is just full of wicked amounts of gin. And it's a certain amount of sound. Candied, yeah. candied apricots. Um, mm, mm-hmm. Not, I mean, it, it. I'm not getting a strong apricot, uh, but the the candied part of it is is I'm, I'm getting underneath the maybe like a like the syrup. More mm. than the, I, don't know. I it, it's there's a there's been a particular candied fruit that I've had that that I think was apricot that this is reminding me of, but um, 
you know, your your candied fruit mileage may vary. Well, I mean, there's certainly some sort of sweet note underlying the smoke and the spruce that's going on here, but mostly it's just like, yeah, it's a burn. Oh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, imag- I'm imagining I the not, EPV on this is a little on the high side. I am not disagreeing with the primary um, notes. Fifty-four? <laughs> no, less than that. Less, really? Um, I, the the finish, by the way. Split the difference. Lovely, lovely long. Yeah, this is yeah. grace note. Really smooth for being over fifty percent. Yeah. Oh, insanely smooth. Yeah. Um, I I am really sad that I th- I put some water in it though. There there was, are not this many. This was lovely. There are not many scotches not... I would use the phrase grace note. Yeah. Yeah. For science. Always for science. Oh, the things we do for science. Uh, so I still get still get a nice smoky note mm-hmm. off of it. It has mellowed. Uh, I get more of the the apricot fruit for sure. I can I can I can get in on that now. Um, I'm gonna cleanse my palate here. I just I I have some sharp provolone along with the aged Tavardi this time, and, that, and it's a very strong flavor. Yeah, I'm not loving the provolone. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll totally acknowledge that. Maybe some. Uh, I think it'd be good melted. Uh, an allspice or a um, cardamom. cardamom. Wow! Cheers. I just bought cardamom pods yesterday, and I where, love to hold them and like. Where do you Where do you them. go? Uh, they, these were from Penzies. Penzies is my mm-hmm. is is my place of of enjoyment from a spice point of view. Okay, so that little bit of water. Um, even kicked up the palate a little bit, so now I'm getting peppery spruce. Yeah, the pepper is yeah. really, really kicked up. Too on much this. Cherry pepper, it particularly is for me. Really, uh, I'd say it's a kind of a white pepper. Um, yeah, and it has overridden the really pleasant Ooh. log flavor that I was having. <laughs> You know, this has got some good log. Mm. Um, it's the not. finish. Yeah, it's going to be in my head right now, too. Mm. It's better than it's, bad. It's good. Yeah. it uh, It's got a nice long finish, e- even wet. And now we'll see even a little more. Yeah, I'm going to... I threw an extra few drops in there. But the smoke does come back on the, it's on the finish. Back yeah, it's, like it's back of the palate... It's moved completely from the front to the to the back, and can I have the the um, coffee? I don't know. Can you? Yes, yes, I can. Oh, hey, this is True Stone Coffee. It is True, true Stone. Stone Coffee. I yeah. like True Stone Coffee. Fresh roast, cool beans, something like that. Yeah, you promo know, code Scotch might get you a discount. You know, could be a thing. It might. You should well, try it. Find out. You know, they're 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 not. Uh, they're not powering us or supporting us the same way that they're, you know, fueling AON or High Five guys. But, you know, they still gave us the promo code because they're awesome people. So. Well, it's me- the coffee I drink when I'm drinking caffeine. We we, 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 we got to get on this whole sponsorship deal thing like those other podcasts have going. Cause yeah. We should probably find out how many times our, our promo code has been used. Well, I mean, that could be a thing, too. <laughs> the smoke after opening it up. Reminds me of smoking a cigar, like a really good cigar, and having like the smoke sit in the back of your throat. Mm, and like, yeah. 
Like the kind of cigar that you like set down for five minutes. Well, I even say there's kind of a, a tobacco to note mm-hmm. on on the, the the finish, just as a yeah. general rule. So, because the, the spruce is kind of fading into tobacco now with the extra water for me, even wetter. Yeah. It um, the smoke is there. Most of the rest of it has faded. The pepper has reduced, and the smoke has come back out for me. Um, huge finish. I mean, just yeah, the finish is hanging out. Still smooth though. It's cloying. Happily so. Normally, I am not a fan of the cloying finish, but this one's just with, like with this on its way with up the my smoke. Throat. With the smoke, I am happy. Yeah, the finish isn't bad. Um, other than the extreme pepper with just a couple drops, uh, this has been a very good experience for... I like the pepper. For this. You know, I have to say, uh, and this is un- this is rare for me, I like the cask strength, or whatever you want to call it, since it's a mm. low cask strength, the best. Just straight was so smooth. Yeah, I loved so, it. I loved it straight. Neat. That was it was really nice. It was very enjoyable. Mm. Tell us of this laughing frog. Yes. Lafroy Gondius. Eli single malt scotch whiskey. Madeira cask. Each year, our master distiller, John Campbell, crafts a limited edition malt to celebrate friendship. Cardias in Gaelic. Wait a minute. This 2016 bottling features fully matured Laphroaig, aged in ex-bourbon barrels before being artfully married together for a second maturation in Madura seasoned traditional hogshead. As you begin to enjoy this expression, you'll find an aroma of ripe orange fruits and sweet licorice, moving into spices and dry mixed peppers before concluding with a lovely, dry, nutty finish. On the palate, peaty, earthy flavors emerge, Followed by a hint of dry saltiness. Creamy orange tones follow as this cardias finishes with a bold and lingering spicy dryness. The result is a unique expression to be savored by friends of Lefroig, old and new. Lefroig cardias, friendship distilled. Oh, for cute. Product of Scotland. You know, there were elements. I'm not really going to call Cork Dorkery on that. I didn't get the orange, but, but I mean, it was pretty. The only thing that pretty I. Pretty good. I got the feeling it was like they didn't feel good about writing. Our smokiness will hit you in the face like a really delicious burning piece of wood. Which is strange because and so both Lefroy and Ardbeg have. Internet campaigns about how smoky, how smoky, and and mm-hmm. it'll fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, it felt like they were like, oh, oh, we we need to we need to emphasize some things outside of our smokiness here. And I just sort of like, mm, no, I would have gone with 
this this is we're gonna hit you with the motherfucking log. It's on fire too. Yeah, there's some other stuff, and I'll get to that in a minute. But let me hit you again with smoky log. Have I told you about the log? <laughs> yeah. Um, Have you heard the good word about my friend log? <laughs> It was really it's nice. A flaming clue by four, uh, and yeah, unlike right. some, unlike some, the nose and the taste, total agreement. Yeah, they matched. This, this it was, was it was in harmony. It was amazing. There was, was nothing. Oh look, I'm happy and sweet. I'm not sweet at all. Kind of. I don't know. I kind of like a little Jekyll and Hyde in my scotch. But I mean, you know, there's sometimes where I don't mind the ha ha food you, but. You know, this was really nice. It was as advertised. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. Yeah. In a moment, I'm going to hit you with a burning log. Go ahead and drink. Boom. Burning log. How was that? I don't know why you didn't like it. I told you I was going to do it. (laughs) That look of surprise on your face, I don't understand. (laughs) Did I stutter? Um, That was nice. I'm just trying to figure out how nice. Yeah, give us a score, Perrin. Um, you know, I, part of I was like, after we do the scoring, I want to know how much this was because my first thought after drinking it was, I need to get me a bottle of this. Um, well, good luck. Apparently, it was last year's. Yeah, so and I, I, recognize I don't think it. I don't think that'll be hard to find. But, but I maybe I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this at a four. For one, uh, I, I it's it's one of the few that I just really have nothing negative to say about it. It, it it's it's not perfect, and there are things that that I wouldn't mind if it had done slightly differently. But I really enjoyed what it what it was. It was unpretentious, and I would happily drink it again. Yeah, this is definitely my favorite Lafroy, um, and I've had. Five or six different ones, so not as many as there are, but not just one either. Um, We're at, what, eight or nine on the show? Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying, yeah, like, I know. I mean, like... Well, you've listened to every podcast, Every single one. Good. Uh, That's what I thought. (laughs) Um, Every single one since the one she's been on. Correct. Uh, No, there were a couple before that. Okay. Um... But, like, I've gotten to some of the big whiskey tastings, and so I've had a handful. Um, but, yeah, it, it totally delivers what it asks, or what it promised, promises. And um, I liked it. I like the cherry, or the, the, the pepper tones. I like the, the, the fruity tones. Um, I like the smoke, if there's anything about it. <laughs> if you didn't like the smoke, this is not... Yeah. <laughs> This is not the podcast for me. If there's anything that we know about me and my scotch tastes, if it's salty and it's smoky, then I probably want it. Um, I would give this a four. We'll, we'll call it four. It's four. If it's salty and it's smoky, I'm sorry, clap a your 4. hands. Four. 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 Okay. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It has a high rating for me. Like I will go yeah. and buy this scotch most likely. It's salty and it's smoky. Clap your hands. If it's salty and it's smoky. Then you do the hokey pokey, because it all has to rhyme in my head. Okay. All right. Uh, so I, I also 
really like this, and four is my breaking point for shit. I should go find this. Um, so I'm I'm gonna give it a four two uh, because I really do think I need to go and find a bottle of this, and I'll let you guys know when I when I do find one. Thank you. Yeah, when and where? It you is. know, if I don't buy them all. Yeah. Uh, but I've got a couple places. In but mind, you'd so. buy them all so that you could give us one. Yeah, that's not how Dave. Have works. you met Dave? He's one of our podcasts. <laughs> Interestingly enough, no, she hadn't because last time he was gone. It was a bit. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm, I would go with a four two. I thought it was it was really pleasant. I really really enjoyed it neat, and I didn't hate it as I added water. So it was it was as advertised. I didn't get the citrus notes, and I didn't feel the licorice at all either. Which, and this is usually a strong enough flavor profile that you don't miss that. But, you know, I mean, if I, I, I did not feel cheated at all. And I do love a Madura finish, although, again, that didn't come through. But It had know, subtleties, but it, yeah, it wasn't. It was in the nose. If, I mean, if it, had been, if it had been a port finish, it would have totally ruined the, the great smokiness of it. So, you know, I... I, I guess I can't complain about what they finished it in because I was already like a Madura finish. Fuck yeah! Uh, even though I couldn't taste it, I, you know, if it had been a port finish and I couldn't have tasted it, I probably would have still fucking hated it, or I'd have, I would have found it in there. But yeah, no, I was it was it was good. I liked it, and uh, it'll get you drunk. So I'm not going to go full on Russian judge. But I don't know that I can give it a four. Well, you already own a bottle, so you don't have to think about whether or not you would buy a bottle. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, that is true. But I mean, I'm, I'm looking back on... You know, I've got the sheet of paper in front of me that's got scores from previous episodes, and I'm looking at the, the Balnellan peated and the Benramic peated that we've had in the last little while, both of which I gave a 3.7. And I'm trying to decide whether or not I actually like this more than that or not, or whether or not I gave... At least the Belmelon, because I, I know I like that one. Um, maybe more than the 3.7 I gave it at the time. Subsequently, I've, I've had it a couple of times, and I, I really dig on that one. It's close, but it's not quite a 4. I think I'm going to give it... I think I can only give it a 3.8. The, the pepper's a little too much. The alcohol burns me a little too much. The flavor is great. But it, it's just too much of it. It burns him. It does. <laughs> My, Unclean. I mean, I, I, I like Scottish holy water, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, it's... it's... I guess we know who's the uh, demon in the room. Yeah, I don't well. think there's any question. It's Dave. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's why we could all drink it without it hurting. I, I might be an imp, but he's... He, he's you know. Look at the beard! <laughs> Anyway, pay no attention to the man behind the beard. I thought we just just established that it was a demon behind the beard. Who's Point. Dave? <laughs> yeah. When do I get to meet Dave? Not sure. <laughs> well, do you really need to meet Dave? I mean, we've described him enough. But that's practically the same thing. What is a Dave? I really don't want to know. There, there's a number of people who've asked that question for a number of years. No one yet has really described an adequate answer. But, you know. It's sort of like the dog park. Don't look. Don't look. Oh. You're welcome. 
I saw a live recording of that. It was but, great. Yes, yes. And, 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 and you definitely don't want to pay attention to the purple-headed figures moving in and out of the day. No. Never. The librarian one, or since then? Um, <laughs> sorry, it was a purple-headed figure that I was not paying attention to. Um, we, well, we were there, like, a year ago. So that would have been... All the, hail? Yeah. The glow cloud? Yep, it was a glow cloud. My my wife is a librarian. Mm, and perfect. we happened to go to the librarian one. And she enjoyed that greatly. I've been so, to like all three or four I of know. them that have been here. I know. So I, yeah. And so, the, fact, the sad thing is I haven't, so cool. I haven't listened since like July. I'm so far behind. So who, who has something to flog? Um, well... It is the first half of the month, so Fearless Lab will be the second Tuesday, whatever the number of the day that is. I, I don't happen to recall. Um, I want to say it's the, the ninth, but don't quote me. Um, the first See, it says Monday. it's the ninth. The first is a Monday. <laughs> so it's the welcome. Ninth, so I'm good. Um, then there will be uh, Double Blind Improv on the third Thursday. There will be our What the Improv on the fourth Thursday. Um, PowerPoint karaoke should be the third Friday, if I remember correctly. Uh, Fearless Presents, which next month will be Big Fun Radio Fun Time, will be, I believe, the last or second to last Saturday, a 20-something. So uh, I, I imagine it's the second to last. Um, so those will be things to look forward to. Um, that at least will be in the you know latter half of the month. So conceivably, maybe the next episode I'll remember to look it up, but probably not. Probably. Also, there's the question of whether or not it'll get posted on time because that's been a thing lately. New Year's resolution is to try to post them on time, just so I can break my New Year's resolution right I away. Was going I was going to say, say like that's that's a New Year's resolution that'll be broken on like the first. <laughs> so so basically, chances are when you're listening to this, I've already broken my New Year's resolution. Yay! Um, so we're good there. Um, I just don't set one because I'm perfect. Wow. Who is, Who is Dave? Dave? <laughs> I hear he's perfect. I don't believe it. Perfect pain in the ass, yes. Yeah. Why do I have to give her my jacket? Because you're perfect, Tommy. This quote brought to you from Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. Um, do you have anything you would I like to flog? Do you? I have so many things. Um... So shows. Shows, 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 yeah. Just, just help. <laughs> I only have thing one and thing two. How can you have so many things? Um, so I am in a show called The Local Music Scene, where uh, we invite a local musician to come on stage. They play songs, and we improvise about it. Um, that is at Bryant Lake Bowl on January 12th at 10 p.m. You can also get food while you're there. This month's guest is Ben Cookfeltz. I also open a show in January um, called Party Riot. It is Saturdays at 8 p.m. at Huge Theater. It is going to be amazing. It's a cast of about 25 um, female and female identifying um, and non-gender um, identifying improvisers making magic before your very eyes. Uh, it's going to be super fun. So especially that weekend when you need something to counter all of the male testosterone in our state, uh, come out to Huge Theater. Um, and then uh, I will be in a show at The Nomad on a date that I'm about to tell you. I'm keeping the suspense real. It is on Don't. January 19th. She was looking it up. 
Ha! I've spoiled the magic! God damn it. That's what he does. That's how You're I not even Dave. Uh, Thank God. Anyway, yeah, we'll be at the Nomad. Yeah, two of them? Oh. Uh, the Nomad, 7 p.m., uh, a night of comedy on the West Bank. And I will leave it at that. I think there's like two more that I'm forgetting, but they, I think, will be passed by the time this goes up. So, Awesomeness. Lots of fun things. Yeah. So as a returning guest, we don't get to... We don't get to... What are you doing, Kat? <laughs> There's, we don't get to surprise you, but our guests get to give a toast. So you should have plenty of time to prepare because you forgot. knew about this. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Great. Thank goodness I'm not an improviser. Um, this is hard to do because our glasses are empty. You've got water. Um, Water's good enough. Right, mine's not. Um, fuck. I need a word of inspiration. <laughs> Cat. Um, to meow all of your New Year's wishes come true, and meow you find your heart's content in a perfect New Year. Meow. Yeah. 